0: you work a chaotic lifestyle maybe you are a shift worker or maybe life is just chaotic and keeping eating patterns are difficult well today we're going to be talking about intermittent fasting for chaotic lifestyles all the nutrition information out there today everything's conflicting completely confusing how are we supposed to be healthy if even the experts can't agree this is outspoken nutrition i'm your host laura timbrook and we're going to break it all down Hey everybody, welcome. If you listened to my previous podcast about intermittent fasting, you probably got the impression that I wasn't a big fan of intermittent fasting. And back then, I wasn't. I did see that some people it did work, but a lot of people it didn't. And there was one real big reason that stuck out and it's because intermittent fasting was just a way of really eating less food for many people that it was working for and you know for me to look at the diet and it just really didn't seem like a solid diet however over the last I think it's been almost two years now I've actually seen intermittent fasting in certain circumstances work really well and it's For my shift working professionals, so if you are a nurse, if you work on the manufacturing line, if you're a police officer, and you're working these rotating shifts, or even just working shifts in general, I've seen it starting to work, and one of the biggest reasons I've seen it starting to work is not because calories, because we are not undertaking in less calories. I'm going to talk about that in a second when we talk about some of the more drastic types of intermittent fasting, but one of the reasons why I started seeing them do well is because it took the idea of breakfast lunch and dinner off the table. And the funny thing is is when you're working a rotating shift or even maybe a third shift, the idea of breakfast lunch and dinner can get a little confusing. you know if you wake up your first meal of the day is at 5 pm when you're sitting down for dinner with your family, Is that breakfast or is it dinner? It becomes very confusing on what foods we're supposed to eat at what time. When we work a typical nine to five job, breakfast foods look a little bit different than dinner foods. Lunch foods, you know, breakfast is usually maybe our cereals or eggs and things like that where dinner is our proteins and our vegetables and our carbs and lunch is like kind of like a smaller cut down version of maybe what our dinner is or maybe it's a sandwich. But when we're starting to work rotating shifts and we're eating different schedules, you know, our breakfast is technically dinner with the family, you know, it becomes very confusing what foods to put where. Well, intermittent fasting takes that off the table and it becomes feeding time and fasting time. And one of the biggest things too is when you're working a rotating shift, which now becomes even harder because you can't even keep any type of eating pattern. Again, that feeding and fasting time becomes much easier to understand it doesn't matter if we're eating cereal or yogurt or steaks at certain times, it doesn't matter because it's just feeding and fasting time. And I want to talk really about really two specific types of intermittent fasting times. Now there are some intermittent fasting times that get way dramatic, you know, where we're only eating four hours of the day and we're fasting 20, or maybe we're only eating one day and fasting the second day. This is not the intermittent fasting I am talking about. Those I still don't like. They're still not properly nourishing your body and unless you've been with a doctor and the doctor is recommending that, I say steer clear. You're just really kind of creating this, you know, storm within your metabolism and it's just not going to work well long term. But when we're talking about intermittent fasting times, that might be 10 hours of feeding and 14 hours of fasting or 8 hours of eating and 16 hours of fasting. This is where I see it really starting to work. Now I do know some people that do 6 hours and 18 hours fasting, this is really where I start seeing the calorie count getting way too low and we're losing weight just because we're simply not Enough. So I like to use the 10 and 14, that's my preference, but the 8-16 sometimes works really well with our second and third shift night workers. Now I do want to state one thing, when it comes to women, women don't do as good with intermittent fasting as men. Some of the higher ends of the intermittent fasting where we're talking about the 10-14, totally fine. The 8-16 usually works pretty good, anything less than that does not work. Work. So if you're a woman and you've been struggling with intermittent fasting, it might not work for you because of just how our hormones are created. A lot of times it creates more instability within our blood sugar and our hormones and it doesn't work. So if you're interested in starting with intermittent fasting, please start at the 10-14. So let's break this down for a minute. So what does ten fourteen mean? Well, ten fourteen is really 10 hours of feeding, 14 hours of fasting. Now the funny part is when we break this down, this is basically what everybody has told us to do our entire lives about not eating past 6 p.m. So for a ten you're really looking at starting breakfast around eight and not eating after six o'clock. So ideally, one of the most ideal ways to eat is doing a 10-14 hour because listen, we need that time for our body to break down and digest. You know, in Chinese medicine, they actually talk about the digestive phases that your body goes through and it really needs 12 to 14 hours to complete it's one of the reasons why we see when people start to sleep eight to nine hours they're really losing even more weight it's because their body is finishing that digestive cycle so what would this kind of look like well this would again like we were saying it would be starting eating if you're living a typical nine to five job starting eating around 8 a.m and don't eat after 6 p.m if you are working the night shift this would really start to look like you are eating you're starting to eat at six 6 P.M. and you're stopping eating at 4 a.m. So this is what that 10:14 really looks like. And like I was saying, I know some of you on third shift, you're like, wait a sec, that means I'm not eating after I get home. And the answer to that is yes. And there's two major reasons why. Because one, when we take in food, that's fuel for our body, that's energy. That means our body is go. Well, we don't wanna put fuel in our body and then go to sleep. That's not going to work because essentially you're not gonna be breaking down the food from the other hours of the day. So really, it when we're not eating late, it helps us sleep better and it helps us digest. So that's really where, you know, I know so many of my third shift workers, they get home and they have a meal at some level, but then they have disrupted sleep. Well, if we cut that meal out and we move that meal earlier, that's where we can start looking. So what would that look like? Well, it would look like if you are having your lunch around midnight, having a bigger lunch and then having a snack maybe around two or 3 a.m., a small snack, enough to kind of give us some protein, give us some fuel. But when we get home at like 6 or 7 a.m., we can go to sleep. So that's really what we're looking for. Now I know for some of my third shift workers, even eating that late is a little too much. So we might have to shift it back. And that's where we're talking about the eight hours of feeding and the 16 hours of fasting. So for those of us that work a nine to five, this would be be more like eating at 10 a.m. and don't eat after 5 or for our night shift workers it will be you know starting eating at 5 p.m. and then stop eating by 1 a.m. so for someone like that you would really be having you know um, let's say you eat dinner with your family at 5 p.m. this is your first meal of the day. You're Second meal of the day might be before you even go to work. Maybe you're having something small at like 10 or 11. And then you can have actually a larger meal as your last meal at like 1 a.m. And then you will have that rest of the time to start digesting and then going to sleep. It really depends on your pattern and what you feel better with. Like I said, some of my shift workers felt better with the eight hours of feeding. And you know, you have to adjust those eight hours. However, every shift worker I've ever worked with, it's always been a different work pattern, when they wake up, when they go to sleep, how it looks. So you really kind of have to understand what you're dealing with and how to fit it into your lifestyle. But those really the two main um, intermittent fastings that I actually see being very helpful and allowing us to get in the proper nourishment and really making sure that we're not under eating and that we're getting the necessary caloric requirements, nutrient requirements because we know nutrients are so much more important than calories. You know, we can have a 900 day of calories and we could be eating a honey bun, a junior Whopper burger, and a bagel in the morning. And we could be hitting 800 calories and thinking, well, I'm I'm only eating 800 calories. I should be losing weight. Well, no, you're not going to be losing weight at that point because your body is just holding everything because it doesn't know where it's getting its next meal. But on top of that, you have zero nutrients. And that's one of the biggest things. We need those nutrients. Our body needs them. So we really want to make sure that our caloric count is good for what we're doing, but also has that nutrient density because that nutrient density is so much more important than that caloric count. The caloric count counts to a point, but the nutrient dense, that's what we want. We want foods that have vitamins and minerals and are going to support our overall body functions. Um, So that's really what we're looking at. So I don't no longer hate intermittent fasting. I hate the intermittent fasting that goes beyond um, less than six hours of eating, and more than 18, 18 and over hours of fasting, unless you're working with some health professional that has told you, and I'm saying health professional by really saying, I should say a licensed health professional, because there's so many health professionals out there that don't have any board certification, have any licensing, we need somebody, if you're going to work with something like that, you need to be make sure you're being monitored, and that you're not doing something that's later on going to harm your nutrition. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you find yourself living that chaotic lifestyle, not knowing when to eat, not knowing how to do it, maybe intermittent fasting might work for you. I hope you guys all enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you next week. As always, don't forget to eat your effing veggies.